Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock on the iHeart app, it's John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, so you can listen to what you missed. And uh, we Well, have- we got a lot to get to today, including the border. There's a lot going on. Suddenly, the Biden administration wants to build that wall. It seems confusing. It doesn't come out of nowhere because the number of migrants crushing into the United States is, again, reaching all-time highs. We'll be talking to Todd Benzman next hour, who's been posted up on this story for uh, one of the immigration groups, Center for Immigration Studies. We'll get to him. We'll talk about Biden and the wall and waiving a whole bunch of environmental rules. But we begin the show, of course, with one of the biggest stories in Southern California today, and that's funeral services for the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy who was murdered back on September 16th as he was about to go out on patrol up in Palmdale, Ryan Klinkenbrumer. Covering this for KFI News, Steve Gregory. Steve, how are you? I'm well, gentlemen. How are you today? All right. Good. Uh, good. Well, uh, what was it like? This was a um, a very somber event. This is one of those assignments that I just it just pains me to cover. This one in children's funerals are the two that I, I just it just really gets to you because so many people show up for this, and uh, there were thousands of law enforcement people from around California. And around the country, I ran into people from Minnesota, um, Montana, Illinois, and they were all here for one purpose, and that was to pay their final respects to Ryan Klinkenbrumer. The uh, funeral began this morning at the cathedral in downtown Los Angeles. The casket with uh, Klinkenbrumer's body uh, arrived just before 930, and then it was this long, white, beautiful hearse 
brand new hearse, and then uh, the casket comes out, and the casket's already draped with this large uh, American flag. And then the pallbearers that were close friends of Klinkenbrummers uh, gathered around it, took it out of the hearse, and then the honorary pallbearers, which were pretty much all the members of the Palmdale Sheriff Station, uh, created this gauntlet. And then they took this casket through this gauntlet of people, of deputies, men and women who were saluting, and then into the sanctuary of the church, and finally placing it at the head of the church for the uh, services, uh, which were run by Jose Gomez, the bishop of the archdiocese here. So it was uh, it was a long event, and it was very sad. Um, doing the traditional Catholic uh, ceremony, or you know, the the services, and then at the end was um, comments by some of his closest friends, those that he met in the academy, and then it closed out with um, Michael Klinkenbrumer, which is Ryan's father. And Brittany Lindsay, the fiance, uh, who had only been engaged to him for four days. And then, um, ah, I forgot that. <clears throat> yeah. And ah. um, uh, the father recounted, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, he's sitting there recounting stories of his childhood and, and, and stories about taking him to the movies and, you know, taking him to a scary movie and how that night he was so scared he had to come into the bedroom, but they were trying to keep the secret from the mom, so the mom didn't want to get upset. I mean, just this very personal, very, very intimate story about him growing up as a child. Um, And then this was something that was interesting. Between Ryan Klinkenbrummer, his father, his grandfather, and great-grandfather and brother, there's 187 years of service in law enforcement. Yeah, I know. It went back generations. Wow, that's a lot. 187 years in total service. To the public, uh, that family represents 187 years. And um, a lot of who's who were there in the front row. You had, I saw Janice Hahn, uh, Catherine Barger, both uh, supervisors. I saw uh, the the fire chief of the L.A. County Fire Department, Tony Maroney. I saw uh, Todd Spitzer, uh, Orange County DA. But most notably absent was George Gascon. Um, oh, really? And But two other surprise guests. And Alex Villanueva and Lee Baca. Lee Baca. Lee Baca. <laughs> John and I both are. I, honestly, I thought he was in prison. I thought, no, well, I know he got released. But I, uh, yeah, I forgot that. that. Was, but he's also, from the last I remember, the report that we did was that he was diagnosed with dementia. So yeah, that's what I wondered. I don't what even his know if he knew where he was at. But he, um, nonetheless, he was there. Um, and it was, there were... More than 3,000, well, 3,500 people. I think Gascon would know that he would be a, a terrible distraction and anger everybody in the family. But I think it's interesting that Todd Spitzer was there. And let me tell you why. There is, um, I think, some back-channeling going on to see what the efforts might be like to switch this case to Orange County. And how would that go? Well, you know, if you can find a, a loophole, a way to do it. You figure yesterday, uh, the you know, the, the people, the cities that are suing L.A. County... Over the zero bail, they successfully got their case moved from L.A. Superior Court down to Orange County Court. Mm-hmm. And that's a strictly L.A. County case. Right. So, I mean, I, Alex Villanueva, when he was sheriff, he successfully took a case away from the D.A. and found a federal statute to place it in. And the feds took it over. But, but wouldn't it have to have Gascon's approval? No. Not if the people in question were to take it to court and fight it in court. Mm, I'm just telling people. you, those are some of the grumblings I'm hearing. Well, and again, what Wouldn't Steve's talking me. about I, is, is no death penalty is what uh, and is that's causing what, yeah. that's what sparked. I, I, I don't see the obvious hook. I mean, at least with uh, 
with the, with the other case, you had a con- with uh, the uh, twelve cities that are suing right. the bail yeah. over the bail. You, you have a conflict of interest where you have the L.A. court making sure. the ruling, so you have to have another court. But a judge didn't, didn't yeah. you know. But it, it could have been a different judge in the system. It didn't have to be the presiding judge. No, that's be, true. Yeah. That's true. So I'm just saying that. I mean, if we were to truly believe in our justice system, it's blind, right? It's completely well, blind. <laughs> well, it's blind. That's what I've been told. <laughs> uh, Everything uh, they told you in school was wrong. You do know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> A lot of what I was told at school is wrong. Yes, there was a, yeah, there was a lot of gaslighting going on. Well, the killer has I've been got the scars to prove it. Yeah. yeah. Again, what Gascon says he's going for is life in prison without parole, which we know doesn't exist. And uh, he, he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. That could also change the case, too, Steve, so, in terms of where he ends up, right? Well, it's funny because this is the first case that I can recall in recent time where there were two separate uh, uh, pleas pleas entered. There was the not guilty plea and then the not guilty by reason of insanity. Now, the reason this is actually a pretty smart strategy on the part of the uh, uh, defense attorney, the uh, Kevin Salazar will go through the, the, the criminal trial. Now, if he's for whatever reason found not guilty, then it's all done. It's over. But if he is found guilty of the crime of killing Ryan Klinkenbrummer, then they go into the insanity phase. So then that plea comes in. They've already placed that plea. So now it goes in and then they have to determine in another series of hearings and trial if he was truly incapacitated at the time he pulled the trigger. Oh, so that's two separate tracks. Then, exactly. Right? One follows the other. Right. And that's why it was sort of clever on their part to put the dual please in at the same time. Now, is he going to be examined before we actually get to trial as to whether or not he's insane or this is going to come after the case runs? Well, that's a great question. I don't know the answer specifically to that, but I would presume based on what was told to me by the investigators and by the DAs in charge of there's two co-lead investigators, or excuse me, two co-DA prosecutors on this case. Um, From what I'm told that uh, that's not going to play in it yet because... They want to do a kind of a, uh, a rough, raw criminal trial first. And then only if now the prosecution might bring it up. Right. It's not clear whether the so defense will bring it I, up. I don't want to get too far in the weeds on this. And I don't know if you know this. So if they do the regular trial, is 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 the defense attorney going to use that defense? That, that, that is insane. Because, uh, I mean, he obviously. You made it sound it. like no, but I if mean, he sound it, guilty, it, then it, he will. It's <laughs> on video. He did it. So that's not the question. The question is whether his insanity is, is an excuse for it. Right. And I think that that's all going to come into play toward the end. I don't know that that's going to be a basis for his defense. Um, I, I mean, well, there's nothing been, else. But here's the other thing. I, right. But here's the other thing. Uh, we, we know the weapon was legally purchased and there were multiple weapons seized at the house. But um also something that came from my conversation with those close to the case was they have yet, at least as of last week, have been have been unable to confirm his diagnosis as schizophrenic or otherwise. OK, it's just a family saying this. Yes. At this point. Now, they said he wasn't on his medication. That's easily verifiable. But they claimed he was hospitalized, so that's easily verified. Right, but but it, did he ever get an actual diagnosis? That's what I he was, got paperwork signed by a psychiatrist. Because when I asked the question, well, how did he get through the background check, or was there a background check of any kind? That's going to be a crux too. That's going to be a part of that in there that's going to play. Because in. if he had like a confirmed paranoid schizophrenic diagnosis, how does that not show up at a background check? Precisely. I mean, we're only talking about computer databases. It's 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 easy. 
to type in a name and and access the list of people who should be uh, banned from buying a gun. It depends what kind of a record he has. We don't know what's in the system with him yet. We don't know what's ever been entered into right. the system with him. So in, in at that point, they said he's he never had a criminal record that we could tell, though deputies had been dispatched to his home numerous times, but nothing that rises to the level of him having a record, per se. Right. So he may not have any kind of a record whatsoever that would cause a red flag. And if he didn't have an official diagnosis of some sort of mental defect, that's not going to show up anywhere either. Right. So if they try to use this paranoid schizophrenia as a defense, but there wasn't a diagnosis before the shooting, as far as evidence, that doesn't exist. Uh, right. There's I, no proof that he was paranoid schizophrenic at the time of the shooting. Exactly. And that's just a, that's just the family's assertion. Well, I mean, you, you know, you could always you can get any doctor to write a prescription. Even sure. having a prescription doesn't mean uh, there's an, an official diagnosis. Right. Wow. And, All right. And, you know, and the thing is, too, we don't know that the pills were his. Right. So. All right, Steve. Very good. Okay, guys. Thank you. We'll keep you very posted. much. Hi, it's Steve Gregory covering the funeral of Ryan Klinkenbrunner. He was the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy who was murdered back on September 16th in Palmdale. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. When Joe Biden was running for president against Trump in 2020, he said in one of those debates, when I'm president, we will not build another foot of border wall. None. Well, surprise, surprise, last night a public notice appeared. It's like this is how the media found it. From that bald-headed idiot, Mayorkas, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, that they're going to build up to 20 miles of border barriers in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas one of the busiest crossing spots for migrants attempting to enter the United States. This looks like, and it is, an admission that things are out of control. They need to do a lot more than this, but at least they're bowing to Again, what Biden did when he became president was, because it's Trump, I'm reversing everything he did. Yeah, so all the border policies that Trump implemented, I'm going to overturn them. And this is a disaster. You know what? Two things can be true. You can dislike Trump's personality and he did some things that worked. And one of the things that worked was not just the partial wall that he built, but all the other policies that were implemented during his administration. They worked. It, they, it didn't cut off all the immigration, but a good percentage of it. Remain and in so Mexico, Title 42. He built some border wall. All of this stuff did help. Because here's the important point. The world got the message that you're not welcome. What happened with Biden was the opposite, and it's resounding not just in Central America and South America, all over the world. The message is going back to relatives. America's open. That's what happened. It's that simple. That's how human nature works. People don't follow the details of all the border policy yeah. stuff, but they get the message <laughs> sent down own? to them by other people who tried to cross and ran into problems. <laughs> it's that right. simple. Yeah, you get a call that says, hey, I got here. Come on. Yeah. Or, ah, they wouldn't let me in. Don't come. Every border expert we bring on the show says what John just said. They get a call. That's not bad. Come on. That, it's, it's a very simple thing. I mean, these Did are you, poor, desperate people, so that's how their communication lines work. All the, just send me a text. Did you get in? Okay, here I come. All the video that we see every day of, of thousands of people coming over the border, that video is running on television stations all over Central and South America. It's on everybody's phone. Everybody in the world can see thousands of people coming over the border every day. So, of course, they're going to come if they don't like where they're, where they're at right now. So listen to this. 
talking out of both sides of his mouth. Biden is beholden to the open border crowd that basically runs his administration. Keep that in mind when you listen to this clip today when reporters were pelting him with questions. And as I saw the I watched the audio before we went on the air, he kind of said, I'll just answer one question on the border wall. So here is the audio. Thank you so much. I'll answer one question on the border wall. The border wall, the money was appropriated for the border wall. I tried to get them to reappropriate, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what was appropriate. I can't stop that. Do you believe the border wall works? No. Okay. Okay. I got to go get some ice cream. I got to take a nap. He Somebody, wa- which way do I go? He waived 26 laws. Environmental laws, right. So, So that the wall gets built. He didn't right, have but to. but he's acting like there's nothing I could do. The money. Well, he's uh, he's yeah. lying. He's absolutely lying. Because what you could do is you could slow it down forever by requiring all the environmental reviews and everything else that's in those 26 laws. Oh, yeah. They're hearing it from Democratic mayors. I mean, Mayor Adams of New York is in Mexico. He's taking a tour telling migrants in. Do you see the way he's he's phasing? Oh, it's dangerous. Really? This may not be the great American dream. You need to manage your expectations. It's his gentle way of saying, don't come. I'm overwhelmed. By the way, I don't understand. Who um, passed this spending? De- well, Democrat- it comes. It generally comes from the House. That the House starts yeah, but, all but, the spending, but the bills. Senate has to approve of it. They do, yes. So, so he must it, have had him, some but- bill and some. Spending I don't. Bill. I don't buy his story. I, I think he was BSing. Says 2019. I, so this is when Trump was president. More than a billion dollars Congress allotted in 2019 for border wall construction. Congress required the government to use it by the end of the 2023 fiscal year, which entered September 30th. And the administration tried to get them rescinded funds, but they, it didn't happen. Well, they, Republicans control the House. Yeah, but the Democrats controlled the House for the first two years of the Biden yeah. administration. Uh, right, but this was this is a 2019 bill. Right, right. But in when tw- Trump was still president. right, right. But in 21 and 22, the oh, they Democrats could have they the could have rescinded the money. There's something fishy about this story. It doesn't matter. Oh, and he lies all the time compulsively. So I don't I, believe anything out of his. And mouth. that's what I mean. He's trying to have it both ways. Yeah, they I, know they have to do something, but he wants to tell the open border crowd, "Hey, don't worry. It's just yeah, we have to spend this know, It's only twenty miles." If and if he even understands any of this. True, too. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You can spend the money and not waive the 26 laws. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 till 4 and then after 4 o'clock, if you miss something, John and Ken On Demand podcast. And feel free to use that app to connect to the Moist line, which is coming back tomorrow. We're still taking your messages for consideration. You use the app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86-1877-664-7684. We'll have more on the wild border after 2 o'clock, we're going to bring back Todd Benzman to talk about what's going on. You're not going to believe the story. It's a little island there off of uh, in Texas, between Texas and Mexico, that uh, uh, looks like it's ground zero for a possible war between the cartel and, and the U.S. So we'll get into that in about the... One more thing on the border, and I was trying to remember where I read this. It was yesterday or the day before. The possible places are either the New York Times, CNN. It wasn't the LA Times. It was this story about the conservative, obsessive fascination with the border and migration. Whoever wrote it was trying to point out how many stories Fox News does, both on their website and for their viewers, about the migrant crisis. And it was trying to make it sound like it's exaggerated, made up, and it's just trying to tap into, what, racism, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah racism and xenophobia. Yeah, because, well, it's, it's well over 2 million people. I mean, that that's that's one of the... It's, 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 we have never seen numbers like this, right? Oh, and it's, it's, had a huge, control. it's had a huge impact on, on, on some cities. I mean, but it's, it's so played down by most of the media. Because, the America has no idea this be, is happening. Because they're ideological. Because they, they have an ideology where they think there should be no borders. Uh, we, we've got no right to have borders to keep people, poor people, from accessing America's wealth. That's right. not the way they envision the world. It's like that stupid John Lennon song. Uh, you know, imagine, <laughs> imagine. Remember that? Yeah, just, like digest those lyrics. The lyrics are insane. They're exactly about this. <laughs> no borders. Right. Right. 
uh, let's have no borders and let's have no fences, except you, you can't let millions and millions of poor, unskilled, uneducated people come in here, cram into the cities. What do you got now? You got people laying in the streets. Well, you that's got, why Mayor Adams is in Mexico, and he's going to Columbia and other places yeah. to say, don't come. Yeah, I got no That's why that fat-headed governor of Illinois, what's his name, Pritzker? Pritzker, yeah, boy. He who knows. I think is the challenger to Newsom, possibly, in yes. the future presidential yeah, he, he race. Wa- he wants to run for president, too. He's making noise now that this is too much, but he's saying, we just want the federal government to give us more because, money and aid. Because you get, well, I, I know in the schools in New York City that the schools are getting crammed with illegal alien children who can't speak English. And haven't been well-educated for their age. Well, now, if you're an American parent, an American taxpayer, and we're, you're always lectured about having to use the public schools, public schools are the backbone of America, all that crap. Well, now <laughs> what? Now what? You know, it's, it's, so, it's just absolutely wrong. You do have to have order. You do have to have laws respected and enforced. You do. You cannot have a society any other way. And, and this, 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 this psychology of no laws, no order, and anything goes is so insane. It is absolutely insane. There's no rational thought to it. There's no logic. There's no nothing. No, you can't have millions of people coming over. And they've actually absolutely ruined some of the cities in, in, in South Texas, the border towns. I mean, how much yeah, are people supposed well- to put up with? I, you're right. And the other thing I'm seeing in a few columns, and I think in this case it was the El Segundo Times, oh, no, we need this because America's getting old. The birth rates are fading. Yeah, yeah. We need migration to make sure Social Security can be paid to the old white people. Yeah, it's, 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 all, it's all nonsense. They trot out the same tired old arguments over and over again. Right. America's not going to make it if we don't have millions of illegal aliens stampeding over the border. Every year. Would you stop it? Well, you know, Southern California, particularly L.A. Always got their statistics and their studies and their nonsense. L.A. is a great way to look at this historically because now this has been going on for decades. We're not getting hit like Texas now, but L.A. took on a lot of migration back in the 80s, 90s. And look where we are with the high rate of poverty. 25%. Very, very poor schools. You heard Newsom scolding reporters the other day because he signed the bill for $20 an hour fast food wage. These are now adults with families to take care of that have these jobs. Right. These are not the days of the high school kid who's just trying to get some skills. Well, I'm afraid these are not skilled Look, jobs. If, so, if, therefore, the pay is commensurate. Right. That's if, never going to change. And if the government jacks up the rate too high, then the, then the restaurants will simply go out of business. They'll raise the prices, and then you're right. Yeah, they may have to go out of business we, because business will fade. We ought to have a we ought to have a commission to jack up the uh, the the salaries of everybody who works for uh, Newsom's uh, Pump Jack Winery <laughs> until he starts to squeal that I can't afford this. I'm going to go out of business. But what you a get Pump Jack commission is a mass of people who you know God love them, but they don't have any skills. No. They get mired in poverty because they can't catch up. They never even get to, to get education because they're oh, trying to pay and, the bills and take care of a bunch of people. And, and, it, and it becomes <laughs> that's what happened. And, and you know what's false about the Social Security argument is they don't earn much money. So they don't pay much in Social Security benefits, if at all, because so many illegal immigrants work uh, underground. They, they're not on payrolls. They're getting paid yeah. in cash. There's no tax money going into the system. There's no Social Security money going into the system. And it's been documented over and over again that the average illegal alien over the course of his life costs many 
much, much more money than they put into the system. So it's what they write is propaganda. It's false. It's lies because they belong to this ideological political religion. And every religion preaches nonsense. Well, every religion pushes ideas that are not possible. Well, when we come back, we will touch on that subject. You had mentioned yesterday that Michael Schellenberger, along with a uh, co-researcher, put together what's called Why This One Simple Chart Will End Wokeism. And it's like a psychological assessment, as John describes it, like the cult, the religion that this crowd of people has assembled into that believes on topics like race and trans people and climate in certain extreme things. And now they're so dedicated to it, it is like a cult or a religion. We'll get into that coming up next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 till 4, after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Yeah, we'll be bringing on Todd Bensman, Center for Immigration Studies, after 2 o'clock. What a story he is covering. There is an island in the Rio Grande River that apparently is controlled by the Mexican cartels, and it's ugly. They have sniper nests. Uh, They probably have booby-trapped it. It's a place where they can retreat to in case either the Border Patrol or the Mexican military uh, is too close. So they retreat there. Uh, he's going to give us the inside story of this island and attempts, because it is part of the state of Texas, it has been determined, that they want to take it back from the occupying cartel forces. So we'll get into all of that after the news at 2 o'clock. One thing we've been talking about for years is that a lot of these uh progressive movements that we've been enduring the last uh, about five years or so are really uh, uh, very similar to weird cult religions. And the people in these weird cult religions are acting out in mentally unstable ways. And except a lot of people in the media are sympathetic to the same political goals. So they cover these groups and these people as if they're sane, legitimate, and they've got a point. Uh, But Michael Schellenberger, uh, the journalist and his partner, Peter Bogosian, uh, have have done some research to bolster what we've been talking about for a long time, that this actually is a religious cult and the people involved are mentally ill. (laughs) And and you could diagnose it because their behavior matches what you find in the uh, diagnostic manuals. Woke religion, uh, taxonomy is what they call this, right? And uh, they they put it together in three big categories, race, climate, and the trans issues. Yeah, and they, and they open with some of the examples of the in, insanity going on. Over the last few years, woke progressives uh, have behaved in increasingly odd ways. Black Lives Matter activists in Washington screamed at and hovered over a woman sitting peacefully in a restaurant, demanding that she raise her fist in a salute. Now think about that. You have these grown men and women screaming at another woman who's just eating dinner. Uh, Stick your fist up in the air and salute us. What? Uh, Climate activists threw soup at a Van Gogh painting, dumped milk on the floor of a grocery store, cemented their hands to an airport runway. Think about this behavior in adults. You're throwing soup at a painting? Now what? What are you going to do? Transgender activists falsely claimed that there was a genocide against trans people. A genocide even though there's no evidence that trans people are being killed at any higher rate than non-trans people. They've got a lot of lies. They've got a lot of hysteria, but they shout it really loudly, and then this stuff starts getting repeated in the media coverage. So they 
covered this, and again, it's called woke psychopathology, a taxonomy. So this was a very, like, scientific analysis. Uh, and they were trying to come together with the traits that characterize. They actually referred to the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Uh, it calls Cluster B personality disorders. And there are four of these personality disorders, narcissistic, antisocial, histrionic, and borderline. And then they run through how these traits are seen in some of the actions that John just described by the craziest of the woke people. If you look at the woke groups that obsess on race, uh, they display attention-seeking behavior, such as black squares on Instagram, taking a knee, uh, the chant of say her name. I think that's a, 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 a trans chant. BLM protests. No, say her name is the woman that was killed during the drug raid. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, that uh, was her. That was where that came from. BLM protests. They, but they gave up with the hands up, don't shoot, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That was Michael Brown. That was so universally debunked that uh, Jussie Smollett, I mean, he's like a poster child for this uh, mental yes, illness. completely made up an attack, right? All, all the Black Lives Matter protests. Then the second category is grandiosity an exaggerated sense that you're owed a great deal. You may recognize this in some people, you know, uh, and, and some of the traits that these uh, protesters have exhibited under grandiosity is reparations for slavery are necessary and will never be sufficient. We must defund and abolish police and prisons. The transatlantic slave trade was hum humanity's greatest crime. And of course they shout and intimidate and, and normal people sort of going, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll go along with that. All right. Okay. But really what you have are, are mental patients screaming at you, <laughs> wildly exaggerating whatever it is their issue might be. <laughs> yes. Emotional dis dysregulation. You start behaving dramatically and erratically. Uh, they, they yell that whites are inherently fragile. Speech is violence. This is one of my favorites. And silence is violence. That's the one that really pushed me over the edge. Silence oh. is violence. If you didn't come out. And I just saw that banner on yeah. somebody's home a few weeks ago. And, and it said white silence is violence. You, you they added a word to it because it implies that if you're not standing up for what's happening to black America, uh, you're committing violence too. Uh, climate change. It's the police violence angle. By the way, there, there's, there's, there's uh, what is there, eight categories here of bizarre behavior, attention-seeking grandiosity, emotional dysregulation, excess of empathy, victim ideology, imp impaired reality testing, lack of empathy, and it covers climate change as well. For example, uh, under climate change, some of the attention-seeking, uh, uh, throwing soup on paintings, dumping milk on the floor, gluing hands on the floor, stopping traffic and blocking subways, uh, emotional dysregulation. You get these people, uh, young adults claiming, you've stolen my childhood. <laughs> because, I don't know, it was too hot out. Um, <laughs> the uh, Oh, that's what that means? Okay. I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what else? Some of the stuff I don't even understand. How dare you use a dead name? <laughs> yeah, new phrases that you're not supposed to argue with. Like if you call... Uh, a trans person by their old name, uh, oh, you've dead named me. It's like, no, I knew you for 35 years under that name. So it just came out. Yeah, I did a very clinical analysis and it's good, although my hand is up. Yes. On the other end of this, the people that believe in Pizzagate, the people that believe that RFK, <laughs> that JFK Jr. was going to show up at Dealey Plaza oh, yeah. and become the vice president for Trump.
Yeah. And, and I just saw a story the other day that they did show up waiting for that to happen on the anniversary of the uh, the John F. Kennedy shooting. Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. couple of years ago. They, went they to- waited there because JFK Jr. was going to show up and take his place next to Trump for the president. Jeez, I, I, I just heard a new now, story. Now, isn't that also Dad, psychological? Dad, uh, th- yeah, those those are psychological On the other people. end of this? On right. the other end of this, yes. It is it is because it's a mental disorder. And it... It, it it's a it's it's a mental disorder in your brain and it can be displayed in any number of ways it's not just through politics there are a lot of people who demonstrate this kind of behavior and all of it is non-political or it can be QAnon politics or it can be woke politics but the the, the bottom line here is it's that a disorder it, right yeah it's a mental disorder and it merges with religious like political beliefs and that could work with QAnon people. It could work with woke people. Or you don't even need a political component necessarily. And, you know, I've, I've, I've met a few people who have these kinds of uh, uh, behavior patterns. Right. And uh, we've worked for a couple. So, the, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what it is. It's disordered brains. And you're in a, in a, in a population, you're always going to have a certain percentage of disordered brains. But they got elevated to becoming the social leaders of our culture now. Yeah, that is the scary part. That's that's the problem, is that they're dictating policy. All right, if you want to see more on this, look up Michael Schellenberger, why this one simple chart will end wokeism. Coming up next, Todd Benzman's returning to the Johnny Ken Show, a, a fellow with the Center for Immigration Studies who really knows the border well, and he's uh, got quite a story about an island, an island between Texas and Mexico that actually belongs to Texas, but it's occupied by the Mexican cartels. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. 
Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.